0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward, solo episode edition and a little bit nasally. I've been working my way through a sickness this week. So sad when you're a podcaster. It really attacks the moneymaker, which, as I found out this week, is the nose and the throat. So this week, we are going to be diving in to the Royals. Are you sick of them yet? By this time this comes out on Monday, you probably will be, and it will have dropped too late. But I think this episode can offer you something interesting because we're going to be talking about two things that I really haven't been seeing a lot of people talk about, and it's the two things that I am most interested in. Number one gossip okay I'm interested in the dirty gossip I want to know who's touching whose genitals I want to know who's smoking what drugs and yes Prince Harry has talked about that in his book a little bit but I want to know what's going on with William and Kate I want to know what's going on with Harry and Meghan that he didn't put in his memoir okay and the blind items are going to reveal some of that to us so it's kind of like a part two of the spare book And the second part of this episode, which has me fully engulfed and enraged in flames that people are not talking about this more, is Prince Andrew, Jeffrey Epstein, and his relation to the royals. You know me, any excuse to talk about Jeffrey Epstein, I'm going to jump on it repeatedly like a bounce house. So that's what we're going to be talking about, because let me tell you, I knew that Prince Andrew was a allegedly ah, screw that. I'll stand behind it. He is a dirty little rascal fucker who hung out with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell for years. But in doing the research for this episode, it's just, oh God, like I thought I hated him before I did the research and now I really want to wring his neck, allegedly. And that's not a threat. That's just um, a goal, (laughs) a 2023 resolution. Okay. So if anyone is listening, not a threat, just a resolution. Now, before I get into this, I will say a lot of people told me not to do this episode because everyone, if you listen to Wednesday's episode, I touched on this um, briefly, the mini episode we did on Prince Harry, everyone gets very heated when it comes to the royals. So I just want to state up front whose side I'm on so that way you can listen and, you know, turn it off if you hate me or keep listening if you agree with me. Um, Whose side am I on? I am not on Prince Harry's side, you know, a prince of England. I'm not on his side. I'm not on Meghan Markle's side, a Hollywood actress. No, not on her side. I am not on the side of William and Kate, you know, people who are in line for the throne to be ruling over England in a country that I don't even frickin' live on. Whose side am I on? I'm on your side, okay? I'm on the people's side. I am on the side of anyone listening to this podcast, anyone who has a 9-to-5 job, anyone who's just going through typical trials and tribulations in life, anyone who shops at TJ Maxx, anyone who uses TurboTax. Oh, oh my god, wait, that rhymes. Should I try to make this into a poem? Anyone who takes the train, anyone who's in chronic pain. Basically, I just am on the side of the people this episode is for gossip and entertainment. I am not one of those people, despite what the entire podcast is about, who is obsessed with celebrities. I don't put them on a pedestal. And I also don't think that they're eating babies, right? I think that they're just people to entertain us as, as they kind of should. That's their role. And if you are someone who spends hours online defending either Harry, William, Kate, or Megan, you're just not going to like this episode. I suggest you turn it off already. And I really encourage you, because once again, I am on your side, don't spend hours of your life defending them online. They're not doing that for you. And I know that... It can feel so parasocial and like you truly know these people, but you don't. And it just really breaks my heart when I see people online spending so much of their time and energy, right? These resources that we don't really get back, defending people who don't even know that they actually exist. So I just like to think of all of these characters as people who um, entertain us. And then I will fully become a hypocrite when we talk about Prince Andrew and the cortisol is going to race through my body and I'm going to be spitting into this microphone because what can I say, you know, we're all flawed humans. All right, so without further ado, let's get into the good stuff, right? I want to get into the gossip. I want to get into the blinds. I am pulling blinds and we're first going to cover the Fab Four. That's right. I was doing some Royals research because I have to admit – I was not interested in the royals, right? I grew up in Jersey. That's as like far away from royal territory as you can get. But I will say, the more I dug into them, and I mean, I was digging into the blinds, so like the dirty bits, the more interested I became. And I think I'm actually now going to be keeping up with the royals as I continue because oh, there's some spicy stuff in here. So yes, in my research, I found out that they're called the Fab Four. (laughs) William, Kate, Meghan, and Harry. And what can I say? I'm a huge fan on this podcast of covering fab foursomes. We did this with White Lotus. I thought that the two couples were the most interesting. Check out that episode. And also, I've always been fascinated by the magical number of four when it comes to TV shows. Some TV shows that feature four people where we have done episodes on in here. We've done um, Pretty Little Liars. We have done Sex and the City. We have done many more that I'm blanking on right now, but you could just give it a scroll. And I think four is the perfect number, right? Because usually there's two you like and two you don't like, and there's one that you like the most in particular. And I would say I walked away from all of this probably liking Kate the most, not because she has a plethora of positive qualities, but just that, at least in reading the blind items, William, Harry, and Meghan seem to have some negative qualities, and I just didn't see those negative qualities in Kate. So it's not like Kate is really wowing me because she's just so witty and talented and charming. I don't know. I'm sure she is. I haven't followed her much. Um, But I think it was just the other ones just came away being a little bit uh, more of a sour taste in my mouth. All right, let's get into it. And we're going to start with Prince William. And unlike other episodes, there will be no... TLDR on who these people are, we're just getting into the blinds. So let's start with the first one from NT. This A-list actor-director said that when he hooked up with this at-the-time 18-year-old singer, she told him that she had hooked up with the current heir. That could have only happened when the singer was not 18, because the actor had sex with her hours after she turned 18. And that's an alleged blind item about Ben Affleck, Britney Spears, and Prince William. Okay, so you might be wondering what's the Britney Spears Prince William situation? This was a decades-old interview, and apparently um, Britney Spears had talked to talk show host Frank Skinner, and she said that she had been talking with Prince William online when they were both teenagers and emailing back and forth, but things fizzled out before they could meet each other. I mean, that's what they say. Allegedly, the blind item says different. This is a quote from Britney Spears. We exchanged emails for a little bit, and he was supposed to come and see me somewhere, but it didn't work out. And then the host asked her, you were blown off by Prince William and she replied, yeah. So at the time of the interview, she was dating NSYNC member Justin Timberlake. We all know what happened there. And she admitted that she wasn't quite sure why William suddenly changed his mind about hanging out with her. Hmm. Or maybe they did hang out. Who knows? Who knows? Now, there's also a royal biographer, Christopher Anderson, which, by the way, as I was researching different things about the royals, they've got Everyone. Like I was watching some interview clips and one lady was speaking and her title was Princess Diana's astrologer. And then someone else was Prince William's biographer. So all of these people, I'm really curious, just do they hang around? Do they have monthly appointments? But they've got a person for everything in the royal family. So yes, this royal biographer, Christopher Anderson, although I don't, (laughs) I don't think he was related. I don't think he was hired by the crown. Okay. I think he made a name for himself because he wrote this book called Brothers and Wives Inside the Private Lives of William, Kate, Harry, and Meghan. And he released this in November 2021. And the Britney Spears thing came up in that book. He said William and Britney tried to get together back when they were young. And he also had a kind of similar cyber relationship with Lauren Bush, the model and niece of President George W. Bush. Wow, remember, that really brought me back. Remember cybering back when like AIM was a thing? Cyber sex. Nobody does that anymore now. Now you just like do it in person on Tinder. Okay, so yeah, it looks like um, William got his pen pal on with a couple high profile ladies. And he continues, Anderson, it says, Though Brittany and the Prince did correspond via email and phone. Okay, now we get the phone calls in there too. It never escalated beyond that quote, there may have been phone conversations, but I don't recall they ever actually managed to get together during that period. So let me know what you believe, Uh, Anderson and the biographer, or do you believe the blind item from NT? All right, our next blind item. Speaking of that extended family, one of the offspring who wants to earn a living from her title is telling everyone that the next in line is still hooking up with the woman who sounds like she is on Pawn Stars. And that is either Princess Eugenie or Princess Beatrice, which would be Prince Andrew, his daughters, telling everyone that William allegedly is still hooking up with Rose Hanbury. And we will be getting to Rose in a little bit. Trust in me. All right. Our next blind item. The same person who was behind the leak about the heir and his affair, oh god, so much rhyming in this episode, I love it, is now telling the media about a certain weekend five years ago when the heir and this foreign-born A-minus plus actress, Sienna Miller, that all of you know, had a fling with the heir. I get the feeling that the illiterate one, Meghan Markle, was just recently told this, or it would have been leaked long before now through the conduit. The actress has never been known for her fidelity, and apparently the heir should not be either. So yeah, I think I've heard rumors of this before, that Prince William and Sienna Miller hooked up. She is stunning, if you want to give her a Google. Honestly, kind of can't blame the guy. But yeah, this is also alleging that Meghan Markle is leaking some stuff to the press, and we have more blind items about that later. It was very, mm, very interesting, very kind of... Game of Thronesy, maybe that's why I'm now kind of intrigued in the royal family, when Prince Harry in his book is basically saying that everybody leaks stuff. His father will leak stuff about him. His brother will leak stuff about him. It's very much tit for tat and, you know, I don't know. Fact for Fanny. <laughs> that's a little British. There we go. It seems like that's just how the royal family operates so honestly i feel like now i have more in common with them because they sound kind of gossipy you know okay here's another blind item royal gossip the illiterate one megan markle is rumored to be using her fame as leverage to get lower prices on houses and or reduce very low rent honestly can't blame her i would like be doing the same thing too okay a friend who sells reality show ideas has also heard rumors. She's angling for a reality show. Desperation. The top of the heap, Queen Elizabeth, is rumored to just want all of this to go away. She's rumored to have offered to help with money from her personal funds on the condition that they remain out of the spotlight. Apparently, an agreement was made with some monies paid, and they've already gone back on it. Not surprising. Not surprising. Senior quarters are calling them Mr. and Mrs. Davidson. Ouch. Another credible source has said that the upcoming nuptials, Princess Beatrice, will be canceled. Rumor is that her fiancé can't keep it in his pants, as if she didn't know. Rumor from my friends is that the top of the heap, Queen Elizabeth, is also regularly meeting with the recent anniversary celebrator, which would be Prince William and Kate Middleton at the time. The older one really likes her and is grooming her big time. Lots of jealousy from other family members. More rumors and talk about the next in line, Prince Charles, and rumors about dementia and him being hard to handle. One story I was told is that due to the dementia, male care giving staff have to work with him exclusively because sexually inappropriate acting out behaviors have happened with female carers. This is not in common with dementia. Sad. So a lot in that blind item to break down. Meghan Markle angling for a reality show, which if you listen to the New Girl episode, there we go. There's another TV show with four main characters, kind of. Apparently, Zoe Deschanel also really wants a reality show. Honestly, I say give it to both of them. I love... Uh, house reality shows. I think everyone should do HGTV. Everyone should do an apartment digest or architectural digest apartment tour. I love it all. I'm into that stuff. Uh, Queen Elizabeth rumored to want them to stay out of the spotlight. I could see that being true. Princess Beatrice, her partner cheating on her. Yeah. I, I mean, I just think once you have enough, once you pass like the $10 million mark or once your name has more than Three million google results popping up i would just assume you start cheating i just kind of think that happens how scary and then yeah william and kate being groomed we're gonna get into that later but i do see them very much as acting the part playing the part i think they're right for it what can i say i just think that they are and then prince charles rumors about dementia We'll see what happens. I mean, if Joe Biden has been propped up doing it somehow for a couple of years, I'm sure anybody can. Okay, Jerry Vilsack, Senator. Excuse me. I know you. All kidding side. he's doing a hell of a job. <laughs> Next blind item. With the second in line now leaking to the media, Harry. There will either be a truce or an all-out war where all of the dirty laundry of the family will be aired, including, of course, that background report prepared about the illiterate one by security services in advance of her marriage. That would mean, of course, other affairs involving the second in line would also be leaked. A truce might be the better way to go for them. For us, the public, the all-out war would be best. Now, first of all, I get a lot of people saying, these blind items, why are they calling everyone illiterate? It's not illiterate with an I, it's alliterate with an A. So think of Meghan Markle, think of Carly Kloss, think of Sharon Stone, think of all of those where the initials for the first and last name is the same. So anytime you see that in a royal blind item, you go, thank goodness we got Meghan Markle, because it's an easy way to be able to distinguish her versus, like, I don't know. What if instead of Meghan Markle, what if it was Sienna Miller? Ah, no, you'd be able to distinguish her. Basically, you want to know who's Kate and who's Megan in these blind items. And when they say illiterate one, you know that you got Megan. Now, that blind item was back in 2021. We obviously know now that it's an all-out war. There is not a truce. Dirty laundry has been aired. We're talking physical shouting, or sorry, shouting and shoving matches with dog bowls involved. We're talking leaking... Text messages between people, not actual screenshots, but basically summarizing what happened. Uh, It's very, I think this is something that you can't come back from. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens because the royal family, they can't do the same. They can't put out a memoir talking about all of this salacious stuff. I mean, I think at most what they could do and what it seems like they have been doing for years is leak information to the press and have that published. But I'm I'm just very interested in all of this from a PR lens and a sociological lens. You can't deny that I think Meghan and Harry have not played this well. And when I say that, I don't mean that, oh, I think that they don't deserve to tell their story. I think they need to shut up and be quiet. I think they just need to suffer in silence. I don't believe that at all. I think everyone has the right to do whatever they want to do. I'm just interested in the PR perspective of this. And I think if I was them, I wouldn't have done that Netflix documentary. I would have instead done a Netflix series on something that wasn't about me, something that was about charity or maybe even that HGTV show or cooking, something fun like that that isn't just telling the story. Because I think now... Similar to how she did her podcast, right? She's not talking about herself. She's having other people on to talk about archetypes. That's great. And I think I probably would have not done interviews. I would have just put the book out silently because I think Harry isn't coming across well in the interviews. But who knows? That blind was a, a year, two years ago, and now we know what happened. There was no truce, and all of the dirty laundry has been aired. I'm clapping my hands over it. Third love, bras. What I am wearing underneath my clothes has always been very important to me. If it's uncomfortable, then I am overstimulated and cranky all day. And if it's incredibly comfortable, I feel confident. I feel like the best version of myself. So what if you could finally have a bra that makes your boobs look and feel amazing and is actually super comfortable to wear all day? Third Love's 24-7 classic t-shirt bra will make your boobs look great, period. It is also super supportive and comfortable, and it won't show through your clothes. It has made millions of women and their boobs very happy. It's designed for your body, and it even comes in half-cup sizes, so you will always get a perfect fit. Also, I don't know about you, but I feel like they make clothing more and more thin the material like each year it gets thinner <laughs> so that's why having a bra that fits and won't show through clothes has just become more important to me year after year so ditch your bad bras get a better one that makes you look and feel great you can upgrade your bra today and get 20 percent off your first order today at thirdlove.com slash fluently that is 20 percent off your first order today at thirdlove.com slash fluently all right, now we get into the blind items about... I don't know if I believe these ones. I really don't think I do, but we'll read them because they're on there and what the hell, we're already deep into the mess. This blind item is called The Actress. There has always been talk about secret babies in this family. They are, after all, very good at keeping secrets. It was even easier prior to social media and how to keep the press from publishing something that would damage the family. This actress, Isabella Calthorpe, reached her peak at about... B-plus list worldwide, but got to A-list in her own country. For the first five or six years of her career, she had a lover who was very, very high up in this family. The heir, actually. The pair would hook up every chance they got. She was exactly his type and didn't expect anything from him but a good time. At one point in time, he gave her a family heirloom, which he had to ask back for because a parental unit discovered it missing. At the peak of her fame, they had a split because of the attention she received at home. She found out that she was pregnant and quickly married a man who she was with for only a few years. That could cause some issues now, couldn't it? Now, she is also really just stunning i don't know much about her but i always try to google these people just because i'm creepy she's an english socialite actress and the model the only thing that makes me go maybe it's not her is because it says them hooking up caused some issues because of the attention she received at home now is that her actual home or is she not from the uk and it could be a different actress anyone who knows about the royals let me know these are all (laughs) legend. okay a uh, small blind item here from 2020, the ginger one got a huge olive branch. He was asked to join his brother at the quarterfinal of the Euro 2020, and he said no. All right, now we're going to get into some of the rose blinds. This blind is called the egg. Previously in this space, I put forward the theory that this foreign-born plus couple who are married are actually related to each other because of relatives in the not-too-distant past. Okay, we're talking about William and Kate here. Apparently, the couple took these theories even more seriously. Unable to get a straight answer from those who would know, the couple decided to not take any chances with their children. They wanted someone who was definitely not related. (laughs) I can't believe I'm reading this. Okay. This is where it gets really interesting. There is no question that the first children from the couple were born via a surrogate. The sperm was from the father, but the egg was from the woman who he supposedly had an affair with. That would be Rose, allegedly. The mother was led to believe that the egg was coming from someone else. In between children, the mother discovered this previously undisclosed fact, and for the most recent child, made sure that the egg was from someone she wanted and knew. Okay, so let's talk about Rose Hanberry and who she is, and all of these cheating rumors. Which, first of all, if you look her up on Google... She must know someone who works there because the hottest photo that I have ever seen of her is the very first one that pops up. She's tan, she's bronzed, she's got a little bit of her boobs out. She looks great and like no shade, but I see her in other photos and I'm like, that's a pale English woman. Okay, so am I. And I'm also covered in moles, so that makes it even worse. But whoever, she must know someone at Google because I swear she looks so good in that first photo. And it's also funny because everyone who's Googling her is obviously Googling her to see, oh, did you cheat uh, or did Will cheat on Kate with you? And then you see that photo of her and you're like, oh my God, she's stunning. Also, what can I say? I love seeing royals with their boobs out. I really do like seeing pictures of William and Kate partying or pictures of Prince Harry partying anytime it's like seeing professor McGonagall put her hair down. You just want to see somebody a little bit relaxed when they're not relaxed and God, it's fun. Okay. So who is Rose Hanbury? She's like a, she was like a socialite who was kind of in the scene because she was around people who knew the Royals. And back in 2019, There were alleged affair rumors of her with Prince William. They came up again in 2022. They say that there's no evidence to support the claims. People really go half and half on it. She ended up marrying this guy, David George Philip, and I'm not even going to try to say the last name, Chalamont, whatever, he's a He's got a title and she's got a title and it's hard to pronounce, but they both have titles and he is 18 years older than her. So they tied the knot together in 2009. There was a little bit of drama in that marriage, but he, her husband, had connections to the royal family. So King Charles was one of his friends. And then on her side, her grandmother was once one of the queen's bridesmaids in 1947. So I think anyone at all who hangs out with the royals has like someone who knows someone who once knew the royals. I don't think they are on Bumble BFF if you get my drift. So yeah, so rumors came out in 2019 saying that there was an affair going on and they kind of wanted to maybe not wanted to, but this is how the rumors came across. It focused a lot on Kate being the person who was like we need to Don't let them hang around us. We need to phase them out of our social circle, which by the way, they made her sound so negative when they talked about it in that way. Phase her out of the social circle. Is that not the nicest thing you could do to someone who slept with your husband? Phase them out? Like that is the kindest way you could ever (laughs) react to someone. Anyway, you guys know that I love celebrity psychic Anphrodite. He's a tarot card reader on YouTube. He does readings on pop culture, true crime and conspiracy so literally everything i'm obsessed with not much of a true crime girly but whatever and we had him on here i'd love to have him back probably this year go check out our episode together he did a great reading and i trust him with my entire life about these cheating rumors and he said very interestingly enough i always just like to mention him he said that he doesn't think the affair happened or if it did happen Kate would have known about it and approved it. And he said, Kate is just very girl boss energy he was getting from her reading. She knows what she wants. She plays the role and they're a complete power couple. And he also said that William tells her everything, like absolutely everything. So go check out that reading if you want to. It was very interesting. We've got another blind item alleging that they used um, Rose Hanberry as the egg and they had a surrogate. Who knows? I feel kind of weird reading those stuff because, uh, you know, pregnancy is so personal and private. I believe that she had the children, but if anyone has a surrogate, I go, good for you. I would too if I could. All right, now this one I'm going to keep a little bit mystical just because there's a lot of alleged high profile stuff in it. But it basically alleges that the princess of Dubai when she was 15 was at a horse race where she met Prince Andrew But what really happened is that she met Prince William and they had an interaction together. That's all I'm going to say. We'll just see if something comes out. So I want it on the record, but type some of those words into Google if you want to read the blind item. Okay. Last one for Prince William. It is way easier for this foreign born A plus list couple to hide the separate bedrooms thing at home. It is much harder on the road. So you get the excuse. You could just mention the affair and that it has been hard to forgive. Royals sleeping in separate bedrooms I just kind of assumed that already happened you know in Shrek when they sit at the long dining table on either end of it I just imagine every dinner is long damp you know like like you need a dehumidifier in the castle and you just go to sleep cold in your bed alone I just always imagine that Stamps.com, if you, like me, are now a small business owner, you know how important it is to plan ahead early to make the most out of your time. You can get ahead of your competition by using Stamps.com to mail and ship. So Stamps.com, they let you print your own postage and shipping labels right from your home office. It's ready to go in minutes, so that way you can get back to running your business sooner. Also, very on brand for what seems like will be the future of 2023, postage rates, they have just increased again. But thankfully, Stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry. They've got rates that you cannot find anywhere else, like up to 84% off USPS and UPS. Plus, stamps.com will automatically tell you your cheapest and fastest shipping options. So, set your business up for success when you get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code FORWARD for a special offer that includes a four week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. There's no long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code FORWARD. Okay. Kate Middleton Blinds. Here we go. First one. When you leave an event before it ends, the story becomes about you. That is what the illiterate one wanted. However, the world's social media timelines are filled with her sister-in-law and nephew. And that was a blind item about the Platinum Jubilee. And I think Meghan Markle left the event early, but this was when Prince Louis was being a complete toddler, as he was, at the Platinum Jubilee. Sticking his tongue out at Kate, all that stuff. I love seeing those memes. It's a kid being a kid. I thought it was funny. People, of course, online did lose their minds over it. But like, oh, my God, people need to go outside. Okay, next blind item. Giving knives as a gift is bad luck. To which royal did the illiterate one give a knife as a Christmas present? And I think they're alleging that Meghan Markle gave Kate Middleton a knife for Christmas, which, by the way, I didn't know it was bad luck. I once had an ex-boyfriend give me kitchen knives, and he did turn out to be a piece of shit. (laughs) But who knows? Also, imagine shopping for a royal. That's got to be the hardest thing. Like, you think shopping for your dad is hard? Imagine shopping for a royal. Okay, now this is one about Kate and Rose, and people were talking about this. I guess this A-list royal we all love had no say in the guest list for that recent big dinner. That banished royal was there, but without her wedding ring. And yeah, Rose Hanbury showed up to a dinner. It was like a Trump state dinner, I think. And she wasn't wearing a wedding ring, and it got people talking for sure. Now, this was one in 2019. The woman with the very tough title to pronounce is getting divorced. Apparently she is still seeing the royal and that is about Rose. So let me know, do you think the affair happened? Do you not? There are no more blind items about Kate. That lady keeps it very tight, okay? No more blind items about her. Now on Wednesday for the mini episode, we did already do blind items for Prince Harry. There are a few that I didn't put on there and they are all about him and Adele now if you follow me on TikTok you'll know that I previously did if you just type in fluently forward Prince Harry on TikTok search you'll probably see the video but yeah there were a bunch of blind items about him allegedly having hooked up with Adele in the past and then being like the best of friends getting absolutely sloshed together hooking up sounds like a good time to be honest Okay, and now we're going to move on to Meghan Markle blinds. Obviously, this makes me apprehensive. I think Meghan Markle is just an actress, okay? I think she's an actress. Does she seem a little bit inauthentic sometimes on videos? Yes. But when I think of how I would act if I was dating Prince Harry in this role Everyone was talking poorly about me. Everyone hated me. I'm trying to do the right thing. I think, and look into your heart because you know what to be true to, we would all be Meghan Markle. The only way I can relate to this is that back when I used to read negative reviews about this podcast or shitty things like on Reddit or Twitter or TikTok that people were saying about me, it got me so in my head that it was just really hard to honestly record podcasts or post anything online because I every action I took, I would think to myself, okay, what are the worst possible people who hate me the most going to say about it? And that's a horrible way to live your life, but you do live it when you consume that stuff. Anyway, I'm going a bit off topic, but that's just all to say that if I was Meghan Markle, I know that I would be acting like her too, where somebody goes, oh, Meghan Markle, everybody gives her shit about that uh, interview where they were like, what's your nighttime routine with Harry? And she goes, so once we've gotten the kids to bed and I've played a little Wordle or done my 10 minutes of Duolingo, I really wanted to relearn French. I had studied it for the four years in high school and then it just went away. Everybody's like, oh, it's so cringe. I would be doing the same thing too, because I would be sitting down with cameras on me and I would know that half the world hates my fucking guts for some reason. And I would try to be likable because we're all human and you don't want people to hate you. So anyway, I, you know, I do think it is a little bit odd that they're not talking to the royal family because as shitty as they are, I am one of those people that believes like you just have to make it work with your family. But I know everyone's not like that. All I can say is that if she seems insincere, look into your heart. You know that you would be the same too. I wouldn't even know how to walk. I wouldn't know how to walk or shake someone's hands with all those cameras on me, knowing that people are going to and make these weird YouTube videos analyzing it the next day. Absolutely awful. So, anyway, I will say one thing funny. I was watching different YouTube videos on her, and Wendy Williams was talking about Meghan Markle. You know, I love Wendy Williams. And this was just so classic, Wendy, when she was saying, Good for Meghan. You know, we got a divorced actress gunning for the throne with Prince Harry, but her family's gonna mess it up. You know how her sister changed her name to Markle? after she started dating Harry, all of that stuff. And Wendy was saying, oh, and the sister is going to mess it up for Megan. I can't believe the sister is going to ruin it. And then she goes to her producer, by the way, we still need to get the sister on the show. And they're all like, yes, yes, clap, clap, clap. We got to get the sister on the show. She lives for the mess. I love, I love Wendy Williams. Okay, let's get into some of her blind items. Don't believe the hype. The illiterate one wants nothing to do with her in-laws and is not video chatting with them. The only way that would happen is if it were a secret recording to be used in a documentary to slam them. And that was about a headline where they said that Megan and Harry were talking to Will and Kate by Zoom. We've got a blind item here. The illiterate one finally found someone who will come to the house to give her Botox rather than having to risk getting caught doing it out in the wild. Yeah, I would too. If I could have someone come to my house and give me Botox, that's like a no biggie to me. I will say in those engagement videos where Will and Kate sit down on a couch and then Harry and Meghan sit down on a couch and have to talk about how they're engaged. First of all, I could not even do that. So props to them. Because the amount that you have to show your side profile in those videos, because the woman has to look like adoringly at the man while he talks. You know, what else do you do? Look at the floor? Look at the camera? You have to look at him, and you basically just have to side profile the entire time. I would be getting Botox and filler everywhere. Okay. Next blind. Don't believe the hype. The illiterate one has no plans to sell makeup or anything else. She doesn't have the influence to sell enough product and would look awful when that became public knowledge with very low sales. I will say, if, if even Halsey has a makeup line, I'm pretty sure Meghan Markle could sell some stuff, but that being said, we certainly need less celebrity skincare and makeup lines out there, so I'm glad that it is not going on. This is one about when Meghan Markle said that she was treated like a bimbo when she worked on Deal or No Deal, a blind item to a company that says, as I recall, the illiterate one used the reality show she quit to get yachting gigs, which is why she was able to quit the reality show. Okay, this blind item really, I loved this one. This one made me very excited. It says, interesting. Back when this former late night SNL actor, Jason Sudeikis, was in the midst of a divorce, and shortly thereafter, there was a pilot, Suits, being filmed in New York City. Our former late-night actor knew the writer and producers really well and went one day to watch the shoot. The next thing you know, he is there every day and dating this pretty unknown actress, Meghan Markle, who you and the whole world knows now. This was very hot and heavy. The only reason they didn't end up together is because after the pilot, the rest of the shooting took place north of the border in Canada, and the actress started dating—or, and the actor, sorry, Jason, started dating the actress-slash-director, Olivia Wilde. Oh, God, I wasn't expecting that one, and I like it. Okay. As anyone who reads the site knows, oh, God, this is another good blind item. I have from time to time had my issues with the illiterate one. This former housewife has a lot of hostility towards the illiterate one, but fails to mention that the illiterate one's ex husband. Turned down the housewife cold, and she has been on a mission since to take anyone and everyone near him and the illiterate one down. Okay, so if you're wondering why Bethany Frankel hates Meghan Markle so much, apparently she once allegedly put the moves on Meghan Markle's ex husband and he rejected her. Oh, God, that's juicy. Okay, next blind item. The illiterate one has at least one domain registered that makes it seem as if she would like to run for president. And it's funny because they were saying that megan2024.com are all URLs, but I looked them all up and they are not URLs. So I'm going to say that that one is disproven. And also, does she want to run for president? What do you think? Do you think she wants to put herself in the mental hospital? Like some of the things that these people say, it's like, "Ah, that's hell for anyone. All right. And now we get into the Spotify stuff. You guys know that I'm going to have feelings about this the illiterate one and her husband were blindsided by an announcement that their role models were leaving a podcast host, Barack and Michelle Obama. Now they want out of their deal too, despite owing a bunch of episodes on their contract. And this is something where I'm really just not a fan of what happened with them and Spotify, which by the way, it is funny. Did you know that uh, Will and Kate have a YouTube channel? Okay. are. All... I saw it on YouTube and I went, oh my God, the hypocrisy. Here they are trying to be YouTube stars. And I basically watched their little intro and they're like doing funny bloopers and they're like, subscribe to our channel. You're going to see more of our life behind the scenes. But then I checked out the channel and it's like nothing. It's like six one minute videos. You know, they're not flogging or anything like that. But back to Harry and Megan and their Spotify deal. This really angered me. Okay. So in 2020, They sign on, this is in December, to a multi-year deal with Spotify to produce and host a podcast, which was going to start in December of 2020. So the first episode they do is a three-minute teaser. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that I I put out about two and a half hours of content every week for the podcast. Okay, so anyway, the first thing that they do is a three-minute teaser. And it's put out from Archwell Audio. That's the company that's producing the podcast, which is the same name of their charity, and it also inspired the name of their son, Archie, as we know. So in the clip, you know, you hear a little bit of Harry, and then you hear Megan, and they're talking about how kindness and compassion will underlie everything you hear on Archwell Audio, and they're going to share their beliefs through hearing diverse inspiration and empowering people and stories. I just want to take, and this isn't the fault of Harry and Megan. I also get pissed off when I read the New York Times, I want to hear someone talk to me like it's a conversation. Those are the podcasts I'm interested in. I can tell when people are reading off of a script, and I don't like it. And to me, that's not the magic of podcasting. That's you reading off of a script. Why not publish that as a blog post then? Because if you're writing it, right, that's, that's the medium for it anyway. So then they did a holiday special, and it featured a bunch of different celebrities in it. And uh, then a couple months later, they appear on a virtual Spotify event to promote their upcoming podcast on February 22nd. And then two years go by, okay? Okay. And there's no episodes for two years. So then in March 24th, 2022, um, Megan goes on. She does a teaser basically saying that the podcast is going to be archetypes where we dissect, explore, and subvert the labels that try to hold women back. I'll have conversations with women who know all too well how these typecasts shape our narratives. And I'll talk to historians to understand how we even got here in the first place. Archetypes coming soon. How much were they paid for this? $30 million from Spotify. And they put out no content at all in 2021. So apparently the fact that they put out no content at all. Anyway, obviously this is personal to me, but that makes me like so incredibly upset. And I'm, I'm upset all the time when this happens. Because like I said at the beginning, whose side am I on? You, me, us, I'm on our side. It makes me mad when Selena Gomez has a singing career and she can't sing live. And I just watch these YouTube videos at night of people with all of this talent who are never going to get the chance that they deserve. Anyway. So, yeah, so apparently they put out no content, obviously, in 2021. (laughs) $30 million deal, which, anyway, all right, this is like the last thing I'm going to say, but even with all of these other people on Spotify who have gotten these insane amounts of money they've proved themselves as a podcaster for years and even Dax Shepard who like you know I'm not a fan of him but he proved that he could podcast and you know have this skill before Spotify picked him up Joe Rogan was doing it before he got picked up Alex Cooper was doing it before he got picked up and to, to give over 30 million dollars to someone and like it's just like anyway Whatever. So they put out nothing in 2021. And then apparently Spotify had to, quote, take matters into its own hands. And they hired hired all of this in-house talent on Spotify's side to squeeze something out of them. This is a quote from them, right? Hiring a raft of in-house talent on Spotify's side will ensure they finally squeeze something out of them as they bid to honor their contract. That makes me want to scream. Hiring people to squeeze content out of them when there's so many people out there, me included, who for years have been waking up early before their nine to five to squeeze out content on their own because they care about it. It just like makes me so upset. So anyway, they hired more producers and there's, a sh- there's more than 10 people who work on this podcast, which is like, I get to say this because I know what it takes to put together a podcast. That's insane. You don't need that many people. Now, what's also interesting too, is that this media empire, Archware, or sorry, Archwell, 11 companies and a trust have been added to this media empire since April 2020, which was when things got kicked off with Spotify. So there's audio and visual production arms and they're all stationed in Delaware, which is a tax haven. Like, are you kidding me? As if you guys aren't rich enough? When I set up my own LLC, I did it the right way, and I incorporated in New York. Is it gonna take more out of my taxes? Yes, but I live in New York, so that's fair. And it just makes me so mad that like, not only are you getting $30 million, and you did nothing for a year to deserve any of it, Now you're paying less taxes on all of this. I know you motherfuckers don't live in Delaware. Just like whatever. Okay, anyway. So Archware Productions, they are designed to produce programming, and they're also developing documentaries and a cartoon series in correspondence with another multi-million dollar deal, this time with streaming giant Netflix. Like, look, I can't hate on them too much, right? If you make money and people are going to give it to you, that's great. I'm just, that's the thing. You should have at least done some episodes in 2021. I think that's what makes me the most mad. I always know that people are going to have more opportunities and more chances and make more money than you and life isn't fair and that's how it works. But at the very least, you have to uphold your end of the incredibly great deal that you were given. And that would mean making some content in 2021, which didn't happen. Next Evo Naturals, the only CBD I take, and I gotta be honest, about an hour ago, I took some. I love taking CBD products from Next Evo. There's so many different times I like to use it. Today, I had one of those days where you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you get out of bed, you stub your toe, your AirPods aren't connecting, and you find yourself so irritated, and you wanna get just a little less irritated. I took a couple of the Berry Gummies. I'm looking at them right now. And then it's in chill city it's fantastic so i love taking these cbd gummies they also have capsules if you have too much coffee if you just had a bad work meeting and you just want a little bit of a life hack to relax so Next Evo Naturals, they are scientifically formulated by a consumer product team with decades of experience, and each product is tested to rigorous standards. They use something called Smart Sorb CBD and is proven for 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes because you don't want to wait two hours to feel good. So you can make CBD a part of reaching your full potential with Next Evo Naturals. Go to nextevo.comslash podcast. And then use the promo code fluently to get 20% off of your first order of $40 or more. So that is 20% off $40 or more at nextevo.com slash podcast with code fluently. Okay. Ooh, God. Remember when I said at the beginning, anyone who gets triggered over these people needs to relax? Direct note to me. Direct note to me. Oopsie. Okay. Okay. Last blind item, and then we're going to move on to Prince Andrew. One of the 40 people who agreed to help the illiterate one in her 40th birthday project was a very, very frequent guest of the billionaire pedophile in his NYC home. The billionaire often bragged about their friendship. Maybe the illiterate one should have asked someone else. And that's about Meghan Markle's birthday project. I'm just going to say I don't like that blind item because was Meghan Markle friends with Jeffrey Epstein? Did she do anything to those kids? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The fact that you could even time Meghan Markle into anything related to Jeffrey Epstein. Are you kidding me? No. Who is connected to Jeffrey Epstein is Prince Motherfucking Andrew. God, you know what? I'm going to take a break before I record this next section and I'm going to like drink some chamomile tea just so I'm not like so angry on the microphone. I'm so sorry, guys. Why did I get so heated up? It's just a it's a stupid Spotify podcast. Who cares? Okay. But up next, we are going to talk about someone who is related to Jeffrey Epstein relationally, not genetically. And that is Prince Andrew. Here we go. All right. I'm back. I've had some sips of water. And I do want to stress, I'm not like a Meghan Markle hater. I am just a hater of, um, you know, I always want to root for the underdog. And I get upset when celebrities do skincare lines because they're taking money away from small business owners to sell some cheap shit they don't even care about. I get mad about the Kardashians all the time. I didn't like when Bella Thorne joined OnlyFans and took a lot of money away from people. I'm just always upset. When it seems like some people just, you know, I just think if I had $10 million, I would live happy in a meadow for the rest of my life and I wouldn't ask for anything more, you know, but whatever, everybody's got their own opinions. Okay, Prince Andrew, we're going to get into his blind items before we end and Wednesday's mini episode I'm really beating this topic to death, but it is going to be about the royals and Epstein. And that's because we're now doing these mini episodes that are also on YouTube. And I want to visually show all of the photographs of Prince Andrew with Jeffrey Epstein, the clips from his horrendous interview where he, you know, denied being close friends with Jeffrey Epstein and said that Jeffrey Epstein, the sex offender was quote, unbecoming I love it. Let's get this interview clip in here, how the, uh, <laughs> how the interviewer responds when he calls Prince, uh, or sorry, when Prince Andrew calls Jeffrey Epstein unbecoming. Do I regret the fact that, that, that he has quite obviously conducted himself in a manner unbecoming? Yes. Unbecoming. He was a sex offender. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm being polite. It's a great interview. We're going to analyze that. We're going to look at pictures of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell staying at the Queen's cabin. We're going to look at pictures of Kevin Spacey and Ghislaine Maxwell on the Royal Palace throne. There's just so much photographic evidence that if you don't believe something happened with Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein and how he was involved in that, Honestly, I'm blocking you from the podcast, (laughs) but anyway, it's going to be a great visual walk through everything with Prince Andrew, but let's just get into his blind items. Now, I did look up a little bit about Prince Andrew. I listened to some podcasts about him. Very fascinating too. I'm very drawn to the Game of Thrones-like element to this royal family because, for example, the Queen kind of seemed, go with me on this path, a little bit like Tywin Lannister. You know, not showing love to people, very tight lip, you know we're gonna do it the way that it is but people respected her and him and then prince charles or i guess now king charles kind of seems a little bit like that targaryen king in house of the dragon where is kind of falling apart what's gonna happen he's not setting things up for success because in everything that i'm listening to when people talk about the royal family they keep saying over the years that the royal family's influence is shrinking and how are they going to keep up with modern times and what's going to happen to the monarchy and royal family will it change and all of this is going to be decided by the next person who is King Charles and it kind of seems like people don't have a lot of faith in him so very very interesting we also get into relationships between individuals and in listening to podcasts I was hearing that Prince Andrew his nickname growing up was Randy Andy oh god another rhyme for this episode I love it and apparently he was the favorite of the queen and she would let him off all the time like there was one time allegedly that he put itching powder in her bed as like a prank and then one time that he climbed up on the roof and like fiddled with the tv antenna when she was watching horse racing and in each instance She would kind of laugh off what she did and forgave him, which, as we see with, you know, obviously what happened with Epstein, it kind of sets up this pattern of, I can get away with something and I'll be forgiven by mummy, which gets really sinister as he gets older. And anyway, I'm so excited to do the YouTube video because one of the things he says in the interview is that it couldn't have been him in the photo with the victim, Virginia Jufre. She was a victim of Jeffrey Epstein and Prince Andrew and many others. And there's a photograph of her with Prince Andrew. And he goes, it couldn't have been me because I don't engage in PDA. And there's like so many photos of him partying and engaging in PDA. That will all be up on Wednesday. Okay, some of his blind items. Oh, last fun note. Tiffany Haddish, you know that she was in a recent scandal. She has hired the same lawyer as Prince Andrew. What must it be like to be one of these lawyers who just defends people for the most heinous shit that happens? It's like crazy. Okay, first blind item about Prince Andrew. Talk about selling secrets. This royal will be doing that shortly once he gets cut off. Prince Andrew. I completely believe that. Something else I've been hearing about him is that he has always wanted more money and him and Fergie and their whole family have kind of been in a little bit of money trouble territory where they haven't had as much as other members of the royal family oh maybe we get a little spare part two out of him which by the way did Harry talk about Prince Andrew at all in his book like you're airing out dirty secrets and you're not going to talk about the Epstein of it all Uh, let me know if you did I haven't heard any mention of it okay the, royal, the pedophile royal doesn't get arrested for his serial assaults of underage teens, but if you publicly criticize him, you get arrested? This is less so a blind item, more so something that happened when Prince Andrew was walking at Queen Elizabeth's funeral procession. A 22-year-old was in the crowd, and he was shouting, like, you dirty, sick old man, and then two guys who were in their 30s tackled him to the ground. All three of the guys were arrested, or at least like charged the 22-year-old was charged for disturbing the peace but then he was released and the two guys who tackled him were charged and arrested for assault so yeah you know it, it's it, i looked into it because i was like oh my god he was arrested for shouting that prince andrew was a dirty old man but actually the guys who assaulted the heckler they were the ones who were arrested okay the ex of the royal pedophile which would be sarah ferguson aka fergie thought that they would be getting remarried once the mom died. She is in for a surprise. Will she retaliate? Will she talk about how at least one of the kids was forced to spend alone time with the dead pedophile in exchange for much needed money? Uh. Yeah. Okay, this is where... God, I'm so excited. I keep hyping up this episode on Wednesday, but it's just because I want to show you the visuals because I feel like saying something this crazy without proof, you sound like an absolute nutter, but... There's a lot of alleged things about this, and it's really creepy. Who knows what happens? All I'm saying is that people are saying, and we'll be talking about this, um, that Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein were guests at Princess Beatrice's 18th birthday ball. If you've never seen the photo of Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, and Ghislaine Maxwell all together at a costume party, it's it's giving that. So we'll get into that later. Anyway, horrific thing to allege right there. If it is alleging what it is alleging, we'll see. Okay, next blind item. By giving the answer that she did, the madam slash procurer all admitted that she and the pedophile prince had been hooking up. She probably chose not to answer because the follow-up would have been, when did it start and when did it stop? And both of those could have been problematic time-wise. So this was something else that was happening. This is referencing a quote where Ghislaine said that she feels bad for her dear friend, Prince Andrew. Absolutely sick. And a lot of people were saying did Ghislaine hook up with Prince Andrew? It's really interesting how not a lot of people know Ghislaine Maxwell. She's rumored to have hooked up with Jeffrey Epstein, with Bill Clinton, with Prince Andrew. And it's almost like uh, a little bit of a, both answers are bad, right? Because if you say that you weren't hooking up with her, then people kind of go, oh, so was she trafficking young girls to you but then you you go if oh I was just hooking up with her it's not that I was with children it's that I was hooking up with her and then it's like okay that's the better answer but like you were hooking up with the sex trafficker so anyway it's got to be interesting when people ask what was your relationship with Ghislaine Maxwell everybody says friends but I've listened to so many interviews of people who say that Prince Andrew was with Ghislaine Maxwell dozens of times dozens of times. And as we found out in the spare book with Prince Harry, anything, if you're a part of the royal family, anything you do needs to be approved. You don't just get to sneak out of the grounds and go to McDonald's and then be like, oh, I'll come home at 12. People know where you are at all times. You have your security guard with you, the details. Apparently every time you travel, they need to know exactly where you're going. So that way they know the nearest hospital, they know where the guards can stay, how to monitor you. So every time that Prince Andrew went to Jeffrey Epstein's place in Manhattan or his island, there was records of that happening. So one of the folks who was part of security of the palace has like spoken out, broken his NDA he was, he was actually arrested for um, embezzlement or investment fraud or something. Anyway, but he's now on record basically saying that every time Prince Andrew stayed at Jeffrey Epstein's place, the palace knew about it. And this was after he was convicted of being a sex offender in 2008. So anyway, people know. People definitely know. This is another blind item. According to one of his daughters, the pedophile prince was sleeping with one of his protection detail last year. Randy, Andy. Uh, Okay, another blind item. This back-in-the-day girlfriend, Koo Stark of the Royal Pedophile, who has a very unusual name, says that the royal has multiple settlements with multiple women and minors where he was accused of inappropriate behavior, and he also has at least one child out of wedlock. This one is only kind of tangentially related to Prince Andrew. An offspring of the royal pedophile had naked photos texted to her of her husband in bed with another woman. Now, they say that it's one of Prince Andrew's daughters. People were saying in a previous blind item that we mentioned that Princess Beatrice, her husband, has got a wandering eye. So I would guess that is probably her. Okay, this one. The YouTuber lady that's right the youtuber lady came as close as she ever has to calling out the ex of the royal pedophile she knows he passed their offspring around when younger now i looked up this woman on youtube it was a woman named lady colin campbell and the only way i can describe her is like british wendy williams on her own as a youtuber she makes different videos talking about like royalty oh my god royal space tea not like royalty but you know royal gossip and apparently she said that i hate this idea of saying like he passed around their offspring when younger because if it is true it is abuse and it is a crime um it's not as salacious as it sounds but it's all allegations we'll see okay Next blind item. Prior to the lawsuit being filed against him, necessitating that he hide, the royal pedophile had planned to take a trip to his favorite place in Italy. He was warned, though, that he would be arrested and extradited to France if he did so. So there's a news article related to that. It says Prince Andrew hiding in royal mansion to avoid officials trying to serve rape lawsuit on him. What a crazy sentence to say. Hiding in royal mansion to avoid officials trying to serve a rape lawsuit on him. I hate this world. <laughs> okay. I have been using ZocDoc for years, and I am so excited that they are with the show this week. So let me tell you a bit about ZocDoc. I have been such a fan of theirs for years because I've moved all over the country. Uh, After I graduated college, I lived in Florida, I lived in California, I was in Chicago, I was in New York. And when you move to a new place and you need to see a doctor, whether it's a specialist or a primary care doctor, you really don't know what that first step is to take. And that is why I have always used ZocDoc. They are the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, and they treat almost every condition under the sun. So with ZocDoc, there is no more doctor roulette or having to pour through the internet and search questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you just haven't met yet. So you can go to ZocDoc.com, slash fluently and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then you find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash fluently, Zocdoc.com slash fluently. All right. This is one that kind of relates back to um, Harry. It is interesting how the offspring of the pedophile prince came to the U.S. and hung out with the ginger one, and within days, the tabloids have stories trashing the father of the ginger-haired one, and the stories could have really only come from the pedophile prince through his offspring. That's a little bit twisted. Let's, let's work our way through it. It basically says that one of Prince Andrew's daughters visited Prince Harry in the U.S., and then there were tabloids trashing Prince Charles, so apparently Andrew whispered something to his daughters who whispered something to Harry and then it got leaked to the press. God, I feel like traveling to the US, couldn't you just call someone up on the phone? But whatever, these people have money, okay. This Los Angeles-based socialite who has used her title for nearly two decades to make her seem more fancy, and they say someone named Lady Victoria Hervey, has always had her story questioned by me. She has a way too convenient excuse about her time with the royal pedophile and the dead billionaire pedophile. Now, as it turns out, she was way up into her eyeballs recruiting for both. This is something I firmly believe. I think that, what's that quote where it's like, there's two people who are bad, one person commits the act and the other person sees it, but doesn't say anything, which I hate to, it's it's giving people who are getting weird about the Idaho state murders kind of, because obviously the person who commits the act is worse, they're both two kinds of bad and you know for a fact that the queen knows or knew sorry may she rest in peace whatever about prince andrew and jeffrey epstein and let it slide so many people must have known what was going on i made a tiktok about this there was a woman being interviewed and she was she was british she was a british socialite and she was basically saying this was her quote she goes Ghislaine wanted uh, us to believe that she was Jeffrey's girlfriend, but you know, I knew of course that she wasn't Jeffrey's girlfriend. And the interviewer goes, "How did you know she wasn't his girlfriend?" And the socialite says, "Because she wasn't 14, you know, all like sassy like that." And then later on in the interview, the interviewer says, "So, did you have any inkling of what was going on with Jeffrey Epstein?" And the socialite goes, "I did not even have any clue at all to like what could have been going on. Not even close. I could have never even guessed it. Um, okay, well, then how did you know that she wasn't his girlfriend? Because you knew at the time that Ghislaine wasn't dating Epstein because he was into 14-year-olds. It just makes me so mad with all of this Epstein and Weinstein stuff that there's a lot of people who knew what was going on, didn't say anything at the time. But now that the person is dead or behind bars, they want to come out and get all of this clout by being like, oh, yeah, I totally knew what was going on. Oh, actually, I couldn't have even had the wherewithal. That was the word she used, the wherewithal to know what was happening. So whatever. Um, Stay tuned for uh, Prince Andrew, a little deep dive into him and basically the royals and Epstein and all of their relations. We're going to have some visuals with that up on YouTube on Wednesday. Some heavy topics this week, guys. Sorry. Next week will be more fun. It's going to be a more fun episode. And then the week after that is going to be a little dark because we're having my wonderful sister-in-law Haley McNamara back on the podcast to talk about Andrew Tate and the lover boy method and a deeper dive into sex trafficking um in terms of things that could relate to us, right? So what happens if somebody gets a hold of your nudes and pass them around? What actions can you take? How can you defend yourself? What if somebody records you unconsensually during intimate acts? What can you do about that? So I think it's going to be a great episode. So thank you for listening. Let me know what you think about all of this royal gossip. It's going to be very exciting. I'm kind of excited to see how the family responds and if more juice comes out. I mean, I'm just here for the ride. We're being kept very entertained very well fed. If you want to hang out with us more, patreon.com slash fluentlyforward. You know we have extra episodes there. I just did one with Kelly from Beyond the Blinds where we did a battle of the mean girls. Regina George versus Blair Waldorf versus Allison delorentes versus Sue Sylvester from Glee. Who Who is the meanest and who would rule the school if they were all in one school together? So thank you for hanging out and I will see you on Wednesday for a mini episode and then on monday for a new episode of fluently forward bye guys